0: I got a crush on you I got a crush on you I got a got I got a crush on you I got a crush on you I got a got I got a crush on you I got a crush on you I got a got I got a crush on you I got a crush on you
1: You need a partner who you can lean on. Not because you can't stand tall on your own, but because you'll really be able to spread your wings with the right support system in place. You're seeking a significant other whose judgment and opinion you can trust implicitly and who won't under any circumstances let you down.
0: Oh, damn. How do you feel about that? Oh, damn. Just like rip open my rib cage, get right into my heart and soul. (laughs) Uh, It didn't mention that I need someone to like... Split my rent with me. I need someone <laughs> who I can count on to pay for half the utilities. Uh, but, like, it's all pretty much wrapped up in that. Yeah, that's accurate. Is that, is that's that, accurate. Is accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed has been getting it right from the beginning. Speaking about tech companies that know too much about us. Right. True. But, I mean, what is BuzzFeed doing with all of these quiz answers?
1: But also, BuzzFeed, we took the quiz. Now, can, you, can
0: we go that extra mile of sending me... Like People literally who are these types, like a like a vending machine, yeah. Like or has to like Just, the crazy vending machine where it's like you're getting like dishware <laughs> out of the vending machine yeah. or like <laughs> and air conditioning comes, units. And then it puts hot
1: water in whatever you need mm-hmm, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's it's a little tiny boyfriend to start, and they yeah. add water and he grows overnight. <laughs> <laughs> also, we should like
1: have kind of like a maybe like an app that you take BuzzFeed s quizzes on. And they match you with people who you would be best compatible with?
0: Yeah. Isn't that what Hinge was at first?
1: I think so. But it, I think like, more of like, work. do you want this
0: type? Or, like, or that's kind of what OK Cupid did. Oh, Because de- I- it was like you'd have to answer all those, like, a million personality questions. And, like, the more questions you answered, the, like, more accurate their algorithm was matching you with people. OK OkCupid uh, sounded too complicated for me, so... It was I- a... It was a lot to handle. And I thought you had, like, pay for it. And I was like, "It's
1: paying for an app. But now I'm paying for an app. You
0: can pay for all the apps now.
1: Yeah. Now I'm definitely paying because I want to see who liked me. (laughs) It's less stress
0: for me. See, I don't pay for any of the apps. Look at you. Come on. None of them are working. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Like, maybe they would be (laughs) if I had a little bit more intel. I just
1: uh, recently reset my, my, like, literally last night, all my apps. Mm. So I can be like... Did I miss somebody?
0: I did the ultimate desperation move where I had a straight female friend, uh-huh. like rearrange my photos and like weigh in That's on not, things. No. uh, But not like a, like just like my whitest straight female friend where she was like, I love her dearly. But like afterwards I was like, oh, is, is she the one? Is she the one? Is she the one to be doing this? this? You know what I mean? Yeah. I questioned like, it. Uh, it has not helped. Yeah. So I don't think she was.
1: I think you need to go to your spiciest friend. I,
0: yes. Like yeah,
1: like your person with like the, somebody yes. with like the most personality, somebody who like you, be
0: like, I want to date somebody like them but not them. Yes. Yes. Or someone who I am confident could pull in the type of person that I'm trying to pull in. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I'm not them. And also somebody who's getting results. It's a lot of uh, hypothesis making. Uh, Dating (laughs) is just the scientific method. Yes. Uh, It's a lot of... We're still figuring it out. It's still science. My results are inconclusive. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Yeah.
1: It's a lot like um, the medical field.
0: We're practicing dating. (laughs) Yes. You know what I'm saying? We're still figuring it out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and... Yes, and that's the thing. None of us learned how to do it. None of us got to practice no. when it was like safe to practice. so now everything is like super high stakes, yep, because we're all fucking grown ups and now
1: the internet like makes us want it more sometimes and also but not want it at the same time because there's possibly another match that would work better than the one that we have right now,
0: which I think I'm pretty good at these days. okay. I'm pretty good at that, but I feel like I fall victim to that a lot. Mm-hmm. but also I think it's
1: a lot about um acknowledging that Hmm. and like once you like noticing when you're doing it now that you said like you're better at it right and just be like okay reroute you know what i'm saying i think i also if if you acknowledge that you're
0: getting better at it i think that's big yeah i think uh coming to terms with the fact that like internet dating is only half real dating Mm -hmm. uh like removing a lot of the stakes out of like there can be no stakes until you've met someone in person Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah and some people on these apps take it all so seriously yeah and it's like girl i haven't met you like i don't know you like we have talked over text message but i you are a stranger to me for you to be talking to me like this like we have history also all i've done
1: is send you gifts it's not that serious i haven't told you what i want to do with my life I've just, we've just been liking each other's comments or like, yes. you know, like,
0: oh, what's your favorite food? 90% <laughs> of my messages with boys are just Betty Draper gifts. I can have an entire conversation <laughs> where my only contribution is just Betty Draper gifts.
1: <laughs> okay, no. On that note, you guys, we have Thomas Ochoa in the building, a.k.a. Pocket Turlington. Let me tell you, Thomas is an amazing performer out here in L.A. I've had the opportunity to do improv with him. With Spanish Aki presents previous guests Oscar Montoya and rice Licea. Uh. Their show that they now have a podcast about. It's not about them, but... I am so thankful to have you here. I'm so excited I, to be here. I had to stop myself multiple times about gushing because I want to do it on mic. Um, Thomas, like, your stage presence, I'm not even just going to say as Pocket, because, like, I mean, I've shared the stage with you as Pocket, but I just your energy in general is so good. It's so fun. And, like, you take over and... I just want you to know I'm super appreciative of you being
0: here. Uh, like, I'm I'm blushing. No. Actually blushing. This Not is, just the blush. The actual <laughs> blushing actual happening under the blush. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Beneath the sheen of CC yeah. cream is, like, <laughs> real authentic blush. <laughs> Thank you.
1: I, I'm so happy to... Ha- also, I wanted to tell you, like, uh, I loved your... Um, during the Spanish Hockey Presents, your look there. Because like, even... How you described it to me then was exactly what I saw without knowing what the words I wanted to put to it was. How did I um, describe
0: it? Oh, uh, uh, as Peggy Bundy. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a capri jean and just some animal print. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Big, messy red hair. Like, what a dream. Uh, I think if we all looked back and within ourselves, uh-huh. like those of us who grew up in like the early 90s, she had a way bigger influence on any of us than we realized. Yeah. Just like a hot mess, hot housewife.
1: Oh, yeah. And also how we all, like, I think our generation, for the most part, we grew up with just sarcastic comedy. Yes. Like, that's our comedy. Like, how we talk to each other, just sarcastic as Mm -hmm. fuck, as the joke, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And meaning it in the lovingest way, but you still want those laughs. Yes. Yes. It makes it, I mean... I have super young parents. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, they were 80, like, they went to high school in the 80s and then Mm -hmm. immediately had me in the 80s, and we all grew up in the 90s. And, like, literally only talking sarcasm. Yeah. It's all, it's all stupid. And it's all love. It's all love. Hopefully. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, you'd like to hope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: So, yeah. So, uh, let's just get into it. Let's do it. All right. Um, Oh. before I get into it, you guys, I will post some of the videos that I have from the, because I still haven't posted it yet, from the finale of Drag Race when you came back as Pocket
0: and you did that performance with Ozma. So fun. The dumbest duet of all time. It was so good. Uh, it was the most fun. I was very excited uh, to get to do that. Um, the song that he had us do is so if you haven't heard, It All Belongs to Me by Brandy and Monica. The uh the never anticipated follow-up to The Boy (laughs) is mine. Uh the song that dropped and no one ever cared about. Um It is not good, but I feel like Oscar and I made it good. It it was fun. It was exactly what it needed to be. Like We were like, what do we do? And we're like, (laughs) I don't know. They're both taking this. So seriously, I think we just have to like really care about yeah. this. And he was like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, that's the way." Um, it was so fun. That pantsuit I wore belonged to my mom. Literally stole it from her corporate closet. Uh, wow! Just a circa 1998 Brooks Brothers double-breasted masterpiece. Look for it in because I will
1: definitely have this in the pro in the, in like the preview, the promos, previews, everything. So All right, I'm so excited. All right, let's just get into it. Let's do it. Thomas. I'm ready for it, Thomas. How do you crush? Say your crush is in the room right now. How do you act?
0: Um, I try to. I I in my brain think I'm playing it very natural, uh-huh. like playing it super like casual or whatever. Uh, I'm a very uh cerebral person. Like lots of like I'm an INTP. I'm just, like, always taking in information Mm -hmm. and, like, sorting it and, like, figuring out what to do with it. So, like, if they're in the room, I'll immediately clock it. And Mm -hmm. I I feel like I go into, like, is this normal? Is the way I'm standing normal? (laughs) Is the way I'm talking to this person I'm talking to normal? Yeah. Are they seeing me act so normal right now? (laughs) Am I drinking water like a normal person right now? Um, So it's a lot of that. I will probably talk to them. Oh. I will, like, not, like, in a walk across the room with great purpose and make direct eye contact as like the winds blowing through my hair. Yeah. And I'm like slow motion walk. Like absolutely not. I am not graceful or uh, that person at all. Uh, but because I don't, I have a problem of sometimes coming off a of very icy mm-hmm. uh, because I get like nervous. Um, so I know I don't want to do that. So I'll make a point of just having like a quick little like casual like repartee for a second and then we'll like find a reason to disappear uh 99 percent of the time we'll never revisit it like we'll just like disappear and be like i i i did something yeah it's in someone else's court now at least you try yeah i, I made contact um, <laughs> even if it was just like a hi, like your water <laughs> yes and while my favorite thing is like a stolen glance like i live for just like those moments like with friends, if you're in public and it's like something crazy, like I love a stolen look. It's my favorite food group. Uh, (laughs) And there's nothing better than when you like have a little crush on someone and you have that like eye contact moment, either about something or like just by accident. Yeah. Uh, Once we've had that initial like little like chit chat or Mm -hmm. whatever, I get freaked out. So we'll like maybe make eyes and I'll just like, oh, oh, there's <laughs> Start I, stabbing I, your need I to
1: get whatever's in out. Yeah, I need to clean my
0: glasses and I just fold them up and stick them into my eye socket or something. Just like do something like I will take what could be like a cute little like little building block yeah. and just like get so awkward with it.
1: <laughs> I totally understand that. Also, I'm probably 100% sure that my stolen eye glances are the Mayhem Miller
0: gift. <laughs> <laughs> just like you're casting spells on people yeah. you're having stolen glances and they just start levitating out in the corner
1: they think i'm having
0: like a seizure in, like uh, i mean that's a, that's a, they're like does he need something yeah can I'll... i do something they dim the lights because yeah. they think that like you're in pain yeah uh yeah so i wouldn't say i'm graceful
1: but i like that you make the initiative to say a word a word, a word. No matter what it is. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Something... <laughs> and then you go, I did it, and you run. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Or end. I'll, like, stand
0: <laughs> in close proximity and, like, just try and look look busy. Like, have I been the guy at the party who's just, like, breaking up the ice just because I need something to do with my hands? Yeah, I have. Uh, that is not an effective pickup technique. Yeah. <laughs> I mean but you tried Uh, you know at the end of the day no one's gonna hold it against you that you're trying to make like the drink table more accessible (laughs) to everyone like no one's gonna begrudge you for that so at least you're being useful you made somebody's life easier that day yeah (laughs) they got more ice in their cup than they would have no one had to be startled by someone like slamming the bag of ice on the floor yeah and that's a public service i love that
1: thank you okay so next question do you have a type
0: or to make
1: this easier on you would your friends say you had a type
0: uh, I do have a type. What's your type? Um, uh, my type is tallish and slimmish. Mm-hmm. There's usually, uh, cheekbones involved and like big brown eyes. I like dark eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like Caucasian guys. Okay. Like I don't like, like a blonde blue eye dude it is not something I'm ever into. So I usually like Latinos or I love like ethnic ambiguity. I'm half Mexican, but no one knows I'm half Mexican. I'm, like, a full-on mixture of all kinds of different things. Uh, And because of that, like, my upbringing Mm -hmm. wasn't, like, rooted in any one single culture either. So I think I am drawn to other people who are just sort of, like, a mishmash of a bunch of different things. Um, Also, just, like, big brown eyes and some, like, ambiguous, like vaguely caramely skin. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a real good look for me. Um, You look at them and go, who are you? Literally, I'm like, what? What is this? What is this? What is this? Yeah. Happening? Um, Yeah. So I do have like a, a, an aesthetic type I go for. Um, I also like, sort of personality wise or like attitude wise, I definitely like people who like, um, seem like they have a lot going on or like they have like, Clear goals that they're trying to do, or like they um, have like a sense of drive or purpose. Mm -hmm. I think is really uh, like sexy Um, for them to be like, oh, I have like this long list of things that I'm working towards. Yeah, like it's a whole. They have goals, and they have yeah, yeah, and they're not just
1: focused on you or something like they're doing. You guys can both do something together, like you know, like working parallel, not parallelly. That's funny.
0: In, like, sync or, like, uh, complimenting. Yeah, in tandem, yeah. Do I have, like, power couple aspirations? Kind of. Yeah. Like, do I want to be someone Charlotte Pickles? Yes. (laughs) A hundred percent. I want to be in the, like, skirt suit and the high pony and for them to have their job and me to have our job and we come home and it's like, what a beautiful, like, 80s contemporary home we've we've made for ourselves. (laughs) What a dream. Um, but also, like, smart and funny and, like, nice and genuine and loyal. Uh... I, like, yeah. Also, I like the fact that, like, the whole am- am- oh,
1: ambiguity of everything is... Because that's how you grew up. That's something that you understand. Yeah. Is being a charcuterie platter <laughs> of everything. Yeah. And that's a life that, like, a lot of people don't get. Like, it's also, like, you know, like you know that your origins lie in so many different pockets.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing. Um. And don't get me wrong, I have, like, I love, like, it's fun to, like, get to know someone who does come from, like, a very hyper-specific, like, cultural place. Um, Like, growing up, even though I was all over the place, I, like, grew up with friends. Mm -hmm. that like, their their parents were from Mexico, so they're very rooted in that, like, culture. I had, you know, friends who were very Jewish, and they were rooted in that culture. And, like, I love getting, like, little tastes of that, for Mm -hmm. sure. Um... And this maybe sounds weird, but I think because, like, my family was not, like, particularly ethnic in any particular way. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We were not particularly religious. We were very secular. We were just kind of a, like, we're getting by kind of family. Yeah. Uh, And so I feel like if I'm dating someone who comes from something that is, like, very rooted in, like, a culture or religion or something, I feel like I am missing something where it's, like... I don't. I don't know what that central theme in my life is supposed to be that you all like have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I don't. I don't. Know I what, totally get that. I don't know what that's supposed to be for me. Yeah. Uh, I thought we were just gonna watch American Horror Story season three again <laughs> and just like hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't realize there was this whole other thing we had to worry about. Um, so I think maybe that's what that's rooted in. But like, yeah, and like an ethnically ambiguous archetype. Brown eyes, big brown eyes. I fucking. Tall. I fucking love brown eyes, and it doesn't have to be super tall. Like. My height, great. I'm 5'10". Nice. <laughs> to our listeners. Uh, Thomas, uh,
1: now that I know how you crush, I know, like, you know, your type. Yeah. Uh, quotations. Do you remember your first crush? Uh, y-
0: yes. <laughs> I I think my first crush was a girl. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was at my daycare. Okay. And I'm pretty sure her name was Tabitha um <laughs> i love that name and i the only reason i think we had a crush i remember because like i was a very social kid in like when i was little before mm-hmm. i went through like my awkward years i was like very gregarious and very just like uh precocious uh i like to use words that i knew the grown-ups didn't expect a little kid to use mm-hmm. uh and so i always had like little friends Uh, And there was, like, I remember this, like, two-week period during the summer, like, me and Tabitha would just, like, go hang out underneath the big tractor tire. We were, like, in our own little world. And I don't think we, like, there was no, like, little kissing or anything, but, like, maybe we were holding hands and maybe we were, like, in this imaginary, like, little situation. But I remember it being, like, a different type of, like friendship yeah like there was something about it that was like different and special you guys had your own connection your own thing yeah and i don't know what that was but i remember that being my first sort of like different little situation so i'm gonna say that was my first crash i love that do you uh, do you remember any other crashes like in like elementary school to like middle school so like yeah i remember many many crashes uh i didn't come out until super super late when'd you come out uh i came out in 2014. Okay. Um I was a fully grown 26-year-old woman of the ocean. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I went through this like I grew up in Arizona. Uh all through like elementary middle like lots of girls I had crushes on and in retrospect I've realized that I would have crushes on these girls not because I was in love with them or attracted to them, but because I just thought they were like cool people and I really just wanted to be their friend. Mm-hmm. But like all I had learned about like what a strong feeling towards a girl must be is that I must be in love with them. Yeah. So like I have this laundry list of girls that like I went to middle school with, the middle school, and high school, through college that like I thought I must be in love with this person. And retrospect it's like, no. You're obsessed with it. Like, I, I am. Like, I am obsessed with them. The personality. Yes. How they hold themselves. I do. do I want to know everything about them. A hundred percent. Do I want to be like good friends with them? A hundred percent. Was I ever in love with them? No. So like, yeah, I've got like a, a long parchment scroll that I have in my bag that just lists <laughs> in like very fine calligraphy all of those girls that and like, all of
1: them all of them hold a place in your heart right now, as like or would they? Let me pose that question. Like even like in um
0: pocket, kite. Yes, a hundred percent. Uh, I would say pocket is interesting. I have no male role models, uh, which isn't to say that like I don't have like males in my life Mm -hmm. who serve as role model types like i have a dad and a stepdad and they're great and they taught me a lot or whatever but like growing up there was never like that boy on tv or like that man in the movies that i was like that's who i want to be like Mm -hmm. i was always like i want to be like miss piggy or i want to be bet midler in the first wives club like (laughs) those were like like all of my like role models or the people who i idolized were all like weird like very strong personalities like women on television Mm -hmm. like I assumed I was going to grow up to be Elaine from Seinfeld. You know what I mean? I just assumed that that was going to be who I was going to like metamorphosize into someday. Um, so yeah. And you still can. I still have time. Yeah. I'm going to perm my hair and just like clip it back and it's going to be great. Um, so yeah, I definitely think like all of those girls that I was like, I'm a, you know, Katya and Sarah and Shira and all these like people uh, are all like in that like amalgam list of like, you are cool. And there's something cool about you that I'm going to, like, put into something. Yeah. I love that. Like, the whole, like, also, I see you. What I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to trace, like, I don't journal into, like, like abstractly in my brain. I know that journaling is something that, like, people want to do and, like, you're supposed to do and it's good for you. I am not great at it. I have a drawer of empty notebooks that I, like, <laughs> will buy and just never write anything in. Um, I would love to assign myself the task of, like digging through the files like the archives of my memory Uh and trying to see like were there boys in my periphery that I had a crush on but I didn't realize it you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like when you're like sort of like scared and young and closeted and you're in Arizona and you're convincing yourself that you must be in love with girls and like really like forcing that narrative in your brain I'm positive there must have been like boys that I was like noticing or feeling certain ways about or like that I just like wasn't paying attention to mm-hmm. like I wasn't giving and I I bet if I like did some like intensive no therapy I could like figure those people out there is a boy one time I was on a band trip in middle school and uh, I let some of the other clarinet girls put makeup on me mm-hmm. and it was the first time anyone had put like ladies makeup on me and it was not intense it was like a little blush and some glitter or whatever And i remember they took a picture because it was like a school trip and we still all had just like the little wind-up cameras yeah so they took a picture of it and i remember seeing it and being so embarrassed and it was that thing of like uh we were on a bus for eight hours and i was just having fun but as soon as i realized what i'd let them do it felt like i had like let down the guard and yeah. I exposed myself for i've some. Said like too much i was like oh n- everyone knows now yeah uh I that's not something I should have done uh, but there was this boy Arthur who is a percussionist in the okay. concert band uh, and he wrote in my yearbook at the end of the year like you looked really nice in that makeup have a great summer what? and I remember I remember reading it and being like that's a that's a weird thing to write in my it's a weird thing to write in my notebook yeah. and in retrospect I think it was a little bit flirty where he was yeah. like because I think he was a very femmy boy in retrospect he was maybe not femi, but like he had queer vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I, we like, and he, I think he was like, "Well, you're putting on makeup. But, you're like th- kicking with all the girls in the back of the bus. I bet you're someone who is like gonna be yeah. nice to me." We never became friends or anything like that, but I do think about that as a moment of being like.
1: Also, well, I think as, like especially during those ages, like growing up, you feel the energy of everybody. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, you're
0: so affected by everything and yeah. everyone. And I like also like I think
1: like I had a feeling about people on, like, you know, on any of the LGBTQIA mm-hmm. like, back then, like, I see you, I'm not sure, but, like, you know, like, my, my your spidey senses come out. Right. Like, you're like, okay, and just keep it pushing,
0: because you don't find out about me. <laughs> it was a weird thing. I was never on the investigative end of it. Okay. I was never trying to, like, find people. Uh, I've very much been like this mm-hmm. since the dawn of time. Like, my grandma apparently told my dad that he needed to get ready. He didn't want to buy me a play kitchen, so she bought me a play kitchen. I would wear, like, Miss Piggy apron and beads. Yeah, beads. I, and I was that. just, like, a very, like, uh, effeminate boy uh-huh. is how I was described from as long as I can remember. So, like, even in elementary school, like, there was always – I was always being questioned by everyone, being like, what's your deal? Who, mm-hmm. do, you, who do you like? Let's find out. Yeah, And it felt very uh, – I felt very on the defense for forever. So I was always like. Just, just, just bro, like yeah. blo- blocking yeah. pucks. Is that what I'm doing? I'm a hockey goalie. I don't know what that yeah. was. Yeah. You'd be
1: blocking pucks. You could also like have like the, um, like the shield. Just, ah, ah,
0: yeah. ah, ah. I, I've ah, got, ah. I had gauntlets on and yeah. I was just like blocking something. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like that's where my energy was. And I was never like, who, yeah, who around is cool? You know what I mean? Yeah, I
1: think uh, for me it was the opposite because, like, I always had crushes on everybody. Mm. I'm just like, "Mm, maybe, Mm, maybe. Okay, no, I definitely know you're straight. Let me let it go. Um, But I love that. Um, Do you remember growing up after Arthur, um, maybe even just after
0: coming out or, like, right before coming out? Like, any people who you're like, ooh, maybe. I mean, so don't get me wrong. I didn't come out until like uh, by the time I was 2014. I had been in LA for four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's funny is I stopped taking UCB classes in 2013. I stopped performing improv in 2013 2014. So basically, my entire comedy career was while I was in the closet, which is so funny to me. Yeah. Um. So like yes, and I I I started sleeping with boys when i was in college you know what i mean so like i knew there was like dissonance in my brain and i just wasn't doing anything about it for a really long time um so there are definitely boys i had crushes on uh even though i didn't act act on. on it i get you i totally yeah like there we had like i remember being like in improv practice like thanksgiving parties where like one of our friends was like really concerned that i was like Gonna, I was gonna try and woo this other girl on our team, and it was not gonna be good for anyone. And like one of my good friends being like, "That's never gonna happen." Like, yeah. I think you, I know you think that's gonna happen, but like it's Thomas. It's the word all. We're all just waiting for Thomas to come out. <laughs> like we're lit. It's just like a. There's a countdown. It's gonna be very <laughs> underwhelming, like the New Year's Eve ball, because like we are all, we all see it coming. Yeah. Uh, nothing is gonna like explode. There's no fireworks. There's no confetti. Um, or it's almost like they bring the confetti every day just because they're waiting. We're, wait- for you. we're waiting for it. Um, yeah. So like, def- especially like those formative improv years. Like you're just like at artworks. You're at the clubhouse, and it's just like oh. you're with each other in practice every day. And I think that is the like repetition is, like, the main ingredient of any crush. Like, yeah. you have to see someone a lot. Because you have to have uh, that... Yeah. You have to have that, like, uh, anticipation of, like, seeing them.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? I love... Like, that's totally it. And you just, like, connected so many things in my brain right now that, like, I'm having a full-on aha moment. Mm. Like,
0: repetition is is it. Yes. Because it's, like... We're all, in, like, especially now in the age of social media, like, we all see people mm-hmm. who are, like, objectively crushable people mm-hmm. um, constantly, all the time. Uh, we're all posting, I don't know, every two days or whatever Instagram tells us to do for the new algorithm. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> so, like, we see it, and it's like, oh, this is a person who seems cool and interesting and is attractive. But, like, you don't have... Like you don't look forward to someone posting something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not a thing. That's not a person. Uh so like being on a team with someone or like being on a show with someone or like co work like that's why people fall yeah. in love with their coworkers. Yeah. Cause like I'm a I'm gonna see this person every day.
1: Um Also you yes. go they're they're objectively cute, they're cool, they're fine, they're chill, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They made me laugh. That's funny.
0: To the next day. They're a good person. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Nice. You you get it, to learn in little, like, chunks.
1: Yeah. And, like, you keep on seeing it's, almo- it's almost like it's a snowball effect. Like, you see more and more of this human. Yes. And then,
0: like, they kind of carve their way into your heart a little bit. And that is what is so hard about internet dating mm-hmm. is because you're given this, like, dossier on someone and before you have an opportunity to like get little bits of information that you build into like this picture of who this person is like pretty probably close to, mm-hmm. you're given this like, boom, someone like sets down a little folder and it's like, here's six photos. Here's some uh, tastefully chosen quotations. Mm-hmm. Here's some like general likes. And then you immediately create an idea of what this person is in your own brain. Mm-hmm. And then you meet them and you're like, you're not anything like I fucking thought you were. I, you are not the person who I thought you were based you're on You're not the your, person I created. Yeah. You, you're you not my monster. You're not matching with what my imagination yeah. put together after I read so your profile. So you're not worthy. It's like such a yeah. weird thing, but like- I totally get that. Like a good, healthy, like over the course of three months crush where it's like, I don't know, we've had six conversations and I've learned a little bit about you mm-hmm. over the course of those six, like- And then you start caring
1: about how their weekend was. Yeah. And what they did that weekend or if that thing that they
0: said that they wanted to do, if they did that. Or you try and, like, figure out how they react to things that you do. Mm-hmm. Like, if I do this, do they think it's funny? Yeah. If I, like, y- is there anything better than being, like, recognizing, like, that something you wear is appreciated by someone you have a crush on? And knowing oh. that, like, I know if I wear this thing around them, I'm going to get a compliment. Or nice haircut.
1: Uh Uh, Like they notice the small things you're like, wasn't going to make it like, you know, nobody else would notice. I did it for myself and they notice it. You know what? We're done right now. Let's take a quick break on this note because I can't deal with this. This is too fucking good. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this break. (laughs) It's more of me. Now, do me a favor. Like, subscribe, rate, review, comment and send this episode to a friend. I would appreciate it so much. I'm already loving all the love that I'm getting from you guys just from listening to this. Share it with somebody else. They might fall in love with me. And that could probably be the person that I fall in love with. Like, if you don't send this to a friend, you're probably, like, stopping me from meeting the love of my life. Robert, are you playing with the mic? No. I'm sorry, you guys. I got to go. Producer Brady's going to get really mad at me. Okay. okay, Bye. And we're back, everybody. It took me a while. I had to, like, gather myself. My mind was blown. So thank you to our guest, Thomas, out here. Thomas, now that we know your first Mm crushes... I want to know, did you have any, like, celebrity crushes? Or do you have any celebrity crushes?
0: Uh, yeah. Let's go. Um, I mean, a forever crush. Mm -hmm. Like, I would say probably the first male celebrity that I was like, this is the most objectively beautiful person I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Uh, probably Enrique Iglesias. Oh, that mole?
1: The mole. Like, I love a unique thing to a person
0: and I'm just like, yeah. The mole, it was like, he's such a perfect specimen. Yeah. And then you just stick a mole on it. And it's like, well, you're so attainable now.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> You could be mine with that mole. And his accent. And just the way he carries himself is so... I take my glasses off for this. It's- just like a scruffy, like, ottery, like, brown-eyed Spaniard. Yeah. Fuck. With fucking charisma? Pure charisma. I mean, he's got a fine voice, but his (laughs) like his voice is is mostly charisma. You know what I mean? He doesn't have range. He has charisma. Uh, If he were a girl, because for female artists, I pretty much uh, I categorize all like popular female artists into like divas, demi divas or pop princesses. Yeah. Uh, Whereas, like, a diva, like, it's all about the voice. You know what I mean? That's the signature thing. And a demi-diva is like that, but, like, their voice isn't quite diva level. Pop Prince says it's all about charisma and just sort of, like, attitude. That's a great guy. In reading the Pop Prince. He's, like, the lowest quality crooner, but, like, is just so... But you always want him at the party. Oh, my God. Like, if Enrique is there, the party, like, is going to go fucking amazing. Even his, like, shittiest songs, I'm on board for. The first time I was in Spain, Maybe I Like It, like, was playing everywhere. It is an awful song. It is not fun. (laughs) Uh, It is not good. Uh, But anytime it came on, I was just like, Look at that
1: man. Producer Brandon just pulled him up. I mean. (sighs) With the hat, without the hat, straightened hair,
0: I don't care. Wait, wait, go up. Well, okay. So here is the thing, too. You had like early two thousands Enrique, uh-huh. uh with like those choppy bangs, uh, very, looking like Roblo. Yes, very, very Spanish Roblo. But then you get you hit like two thousand and ten, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, A and R sent you to a personal trainer. You're clearly being targeted to the gays. Yeah. You're always in a wet t-shirt now. Oh, yeah. Your body is nuts. Also, also he's he so
1: nice. He had to compete with, he's like,
0: Reed Martin's out now, so yeah. I need to get the gays back on my side. He's also very nice. Uh, The Ra- the morning show in Tucson, where I grew up, John Jay and Rich, I think they're syndicated all over the place now, Uh, they had like a super good relationship with him uh-huh. early on, where he would call in like every day. They had like Enrique Iglesias was constantly on the morning show in the town where I grew up. And so it made him that much closer. Where like you, they were little me, I was like, yeah. oh my, he's like basically next door. Also, he's basically calling my house to talk he's, to me every morning. I'm hearing his voice, his talking voice. You talk to your
1: man every morning.
0: I'm hearing before you his left to school. sweet, sweet anecdotes every morning while I eat a Fried Egg sandwich. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love that. I love him so much. Uh, well, so you were crushing on him since you were like, younger. I think uh, he was my first
1: one. Yeah. Uh, do you Do you remember any other crush, celebrity crushes? Like,
0: uh, I I had a real strong affinity for Speed Racer era Emil Hirsch. <laughs> Wait. What did you like about Emil? Uh, or speed. Uh, Speed Racer era. So like never on a so here's the thing about Emile. never an actual in-life photo of him also it's problematic knowing that he's like fully beat up a woman at sundance film festival you know what i mean so yeah. it's like problematic when it's like oh you're an adorable straight guy who i have a crush on oh you're a monster but like pull up like speed racers like in speed racer he had like a very particular haircut he was always like super just like cheekbones and dark brow, like, like, thick brows and dark hair. And he's just piercing eyes, piercing eyes, like kind of serious and just like, just like trim. You know what I mean? You're like, man. It's like, man. Yeah. I thought he was so cute. (laughs) And I was not out at that point. So I was just like, I love Speed Racer. Speed Racer is my favorite. Have you guys heard about the movie Speed Racer? Uh, I... (laughs) It is an underrated movie. It is a masterpiece. Never seen if it. If you have. Uh, I'm going to start a podcast that's just you and me watching Speed Racer. Please. Okay. Because it is so good. And it's
1: definitely going to turn into knowing me just talking about Emile.
0: It is uh, visually stunning. Emil is fucking. Go- I mean, look at that face. Yeah. This picture that producer Brenda pulled up is amazing with these lips, just p- those pouty lip- li- Oh, a pouted. A- <laughs> A, a pouty, parted lip, and just, like, you still get that just, like, sharp cheekbone yeah. line. <laughs> Fuck. Also, Christina Ricci was in that movie.
1: I also love a man in, like, like a man contemplating look. Just, he's thinking about something.
0: Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I love it in the context of that film where it's literally, like, uh, Tokyo circa, you know, year 4000. Uh, and he's just like, hmm. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like cacophony around him. He's just like,
1: he's, huh. He has thoughts. He's thinking. <laughs> There's things going on. Maybe. <laughs> do you um? Do you have any questions? Who are you crushing on now? What kind of what celebrities come to mind
0: now? I mean. I feel like everyone is probably talking about this. Uh, are you watching Pose? No. Yeah. Angel Becurial. Lil Poppy. Okay. um, Can we talk about Lil Poppy? uh, Can we? Is there a sound effect um, that you can put on when, like, Lil Poppy is mentioned? Hold on. Because right now we're going to fucking end this episode. I haven't fought on this
1: podcast since Oscar Montoya's episode. And I feel like we just hit another point to where I have to end this episode because you have to go. Do you hate Lil Poppy? No. I hate you trying to be in the running for Mm. Angel.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing about uh, season one. Not the most, like, well-written character of the show. But Angel B. Curiel uh, is the uh, most care. And here's the thing. Uh, I'm a design school student. I'm a very visual person, and usually that's what grabs me in. Stunning man. He is so charming that I didn't even realize, like, how nice his body was until, like, five episodes in. He's just fucking adorable. And that voice. I can't do it. But he's got, like, that gravelly, like... That gravelly little like he's always talking under his breath and it's so uh I'm gonna be really embarrassed when I hear this. No, and it's like me doing a little pop, like, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> just like trying to like <laughs> ra- I sound
0: like the uh, uh, old drunk lounge singer at like a dive bar. No,
1: it's also like that lady that that lady at at, a, at like a diner. Like like that's yep. like anytime I get sick I love that moment of. Just me sounding real. Hey, uh-huh. can I get you anything? Yep. Uh, gotta go for my smoke break real quick. Can I you close more, you out? Need like, more coffee?
0: <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm switching. Yeah. We're yeah. A switching shifts. So I'm gonna have to close you up. No, I'm doing all this just so I...
1: I'm. Let's fight. I I'm ready for it. Not, I love Angel, so I don't know him. So I can't really... But no spoiling. But okay, first off, I didn't even notice he didn't, barely had any words season one. Because anytime... Not so,
0: like halfway through the
1: season. Anytime he was on screen... That's where my eyes went. He's like a, um, I hate, like, I mean, in the show that they can do it like this, he's like a little puppy that I just want to take care of. Yep. He has the kindest heart in the show. like, anytime season two, this man can open his mouth. He can say happy birthday. I am in full on tears.
0: The moment I fell in love with him was when Bianca, like, says he can't come back to the house, and he just starts screaming, oh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Bianca, I'm sorry. He sounds kind of like Bianca Del Rio. Oh. Uh, and I was just like... That was one of the worst weeks of my life. Uh. When he got... When, when, that episode,
1: waiting for the next episode, I... Would talk to anybody and everybody even if they didn't watch the show about how pissed I was at the situation. Yep, I felt like I was personally wronged. Yeah, um, there, like I'm thinking about it right now. I'm. It makes me so upset. I also, what? Also, do you know who he gives me? Um, I literally think about these people at least once a week. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking notes. Um, he to me is. The culmination of the two boys at the end are like throughout Paris is Burning. That's my sister.
0: That's my sister. God. I was just talking about Paris is Burning. We did a Paris is Burning themed bar class at my studio Uh on Sunday. uh, And we were talking about, uh, so many people haven't seen it and it was really upsetting. Our clients would be like, what's Paris is Burning? And I was like, it's a seminal gay film. Yeah, You need to watch it. It's free on Netflix. It's going to change your life. The two little boys drinking Pepsi out on the sidewalk. That's my sister. My fucking favorite, just because they're so sweet, and yeah, they're like little kittens that you just want to like bring into your house and, and be I like,
1: wanna, "Where the fuck are they now? Are they okay?" Because we know what happened to most people on that movie, on like on yeah. that dock in that dock, and also everybody wasn't really paid at all for that movie. But um... I almost don't want to know. Like I, it plagues me honestly. It's like sometimes like, wh-
0: I think about like. Sometimes it's better not to know what happens to people like there's like a, a cash like a trio of like really important daycare teachers I had growing up. Mm-hmm. And it's like I I have such a beautiful like encapsulated memory of like who they are. and yeah. like What they must be doing and what their lives are like when I was like a tiny four year old in their care at like all day daycare. Where It's like I probably don't want to know. Yeah. We, not. You just, also don't want to like I probably don't want to know their home life. I don't want to like ruin like the romanticized just like. Us in this like classroom, you yeah. know what I mean? It's the same thing with those boys, where it's like in our hearts, they're always just drinking Coke. Yeah. Excuse me, Pepsi. I hope they moved to Coke, honestly. Um Like the like, because Pepsi's they're, trash. They're drinking like uh the diet caffeine-free Coke in the gold can. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Just because it's like it's pretty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's my like. I can't like. Let me tell you, like, okay. That but that's who Poppy gives me. How old are you? Thirteen. I'm like. Just like pursed lips, just like 13. Like they know who they are. They know what they, like, I don't know. It was just, or they're figuring out who they are, but like yeah. they, with the puppy dog eyes, just ready to experience the yes. world.
0: Yes. At one o'clock in the morning in the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, if any of us could have been that fully realized at 13. Yeah. And obviously there were probably like tragic things happening that forced them to be that. No, definitely. Uh but like still so cute. Uh So Angel Bicurial,
1: Yes. And these pictures he's posting online recently. I
0: Well, cuz like I remember like posts happening and like you went to his Instagram and there was nothing there. He uh-huh. was never posting. And obviously Ryan Murphy was like bitch, this, you, you can... got to post.
1: Also good for Janet Mock. Like she got a man. Yes. <laughs> like a man. Yeah,
0: I mean, look this one, okay. Which one do you think I'm looking at right here? Uh for me, the one I'm looking at is just a smile. The it, one in
1: the white muscle yeah, tank. Where yes. he smile anytime he oh. smiles, my heart Don't make oh. it bigger, producer Brandon. My Don't. God. Dude, this podcast will end. We're already at forty minutes. I cannot
0: do this. Do you know the only thing better than like big deep brown eyes? <sighs> what? Big deep brown eyes that get all tiny when they smile. <laughs> He looks uh, so happy. Anytime, like you know, he's ha- he's happy to be what he's he's happy to be like doing what he's doing. Yeah,
1: like he's like a kid that gets to do the thing that he wants to do, and that's what I
0: see when I watch him act. He's the very opposite of my other current like TV celebrity crush, Who? which is Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek. Yeah, uh, so he, adorable. That could not be more different than Angel. No, 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 no. Neurotic, self-loathing, whatever, and that's not him in real life, obviously. Uh, that's a case of me probably being in love with myself. Yeah. I can see. I can you see. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, like there's a world in like past, like pre-drag, pre-like gender fluid, like version of Thomas uh-huh. where I had like short, like I could look like that. Yeah. I can see it. But also. Smaller he, forehead. He's so, he is adorable. And he's so cute. He's so charming too. in just like a very different way. Yeah. Uh, I love that show. That show, that, sh- watching that show is like having a crush. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you get to see him have a, cr- like, you, I have a crush on him. You get to experience
1: him. everything, like. Yeah.
0: And the, like, the they way that they so take perfect. care
1: of the city in that, like, how they fall in love with just the nuance. and. Yes. Outwardly seems like they hate this, like the situation that they hate the city that they're in, or like the town that they're in. They love
0: the town that they're in at the same time, where well, they find love for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yes, the way that they like handle the town and like the family's development is great. I love specifically like the Patrick and David relationship. The, yeah. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but yeah, the- just, they just hit all of those notes of like, what is happening right now? What is this interaction? Yeah. Ha- which like. Peak crush. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I have... We're figuring it out. We're I both... have no idea what this is. Somehow we're having a conversation, and I don't know what any of this means. Oh, uh, so fun. It's just a, a perfect show. If I could s- steal any of them to be my own, I would. Catherine O'Hara? That... <sighs> oh. Uh. I... Anyway. Okay. Um, Emmys are going to be so rough this year. Oh, I'm not ready. The category is... But... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's everyone. It's her. It's uh, it's it's fucking Julia Louis Dreyfus. Who did amazing in this final season of Veep? She's my number one idol. I have a like in my brain, like a Last Supper, but instead of saints and apostles, it's like all of my just like female idols, and it's like jld it's <laughs> megan Mullally, it's mariah carey it's jane krakowski it's katherine O'H- you know what i mean it's yeah. like all these people but like jld is the jesus just like
1: but all all uh, in the middle of it all from what i know from seeing it the a couple times that i've, I've gotten to see is it's been <laughs> i want a picture of that but with pocket looking at it like because
0: it's all pocket pockets the table yeah pockets just like peeking up from underneath the the tablecloth just like huh? yeah just like big curly red hair everywhere just like what's going on uh,
1: okay we know we know your first crush we know your celebrity
0: crushes oh. we know how you crush
1: uh question are you crushing on anybody right now
0: <sighs> i'm gonna say ish okay perfect i'm gonna say ish and here's why uh like i'm a i'm a i'm a busy i'm a busy working. Uh, woman on, I'm, as michael Coulter would say i'm a an everyday woman on the go yeah um so i'm like living that crazy creative lifestyle i work like 75 hours a week i'm just like going 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 all the time uh and i don't have like all of my coworkers are like basically ladies and all of my clients are basically like very lovely women uh so i don't interact with a lot of eligible gay men in my day-to-day life so like crush like true crush potential Mm -hmm. is super super low just because i don't i don't have like those people who i see all the time which is a bummer uh that being said like performing you interact with people there even if it's not like as constant so they're, they're 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 crushes there's also like online dating and people like that too it's that weird thing of like uh Online dating is such a disaster that every now and then you find yourself crushing on someone that you kind of dated before but didn't actually date. But Uh after, like, not dating them and interacting with other monsters on online dating, you're like, maybe that person wasn't so bad. Yeah. Maybe we could have had it all. Who's piquing your interest the most? Who's, who has, like, who piques your interest the most? Without saying a name or
1: anything. Is there anybody who piques your interest the most? Yes. Brandon, let's give them a name. Uh, let's call him Mike.
0: Mike, my dad's name. Ooh, (laughs) no. Now we've got layers. Ooh. Ooh, this just got interesting. What do we like about Mike? Um, they I like that he took care of me. (laughs) You know, he's he's the strongest man I've ever known. Um, no, I guess uh, if we're talking about Mike, he seems nice and he seems, uh, he seems very nice. Uh Uh-huh. Um very uh enthusiastic uh very um driven but maybe in ways that are different than the ways that i am which is good um
1: what do you think a relationship with you and mike would be like just this is totally putting it on making it up totally yeah let's live in a like, fantasy well, yeah let's just create this world what do you think you really how would your relationship go knowing your personality and giving him
0: one Well and here's the thing because this is someone that like I haven't had an opportunity to like interact with mm-hmm. and like get those little nuggets of information it's like it's so pure conjecture um yeah we're not about facts on this podcast <laughs> fake news um I feel like he would be uh the the very nice one you know what I mean? Yeah. And I would be just like, kind of like a, a a whirling dervish of just kind of like, I I need I need my chaos to be grounded a little bit. And mm-hmm. he seems very sort of like I can't stop smiling right now because you know what relationship this is, huh?
1: This is a shit's creek relationship.
0: Uh oh. Have I just mapped a human I picked out of the world onto a television show I enjoy? I love this. No, this is perfect. Oh, today in therapy, I learned. (laughs) Oh, I hadn't even (laughs) thought about that. It's interesting because I do. So one thing I enjoy about the potential of this person and like getting to know this person more is that they do seem very different than the type of boys I have typically been like drawn into serious relationships with Mm -hmm. which is like uh i've like been burned by that like because again i love ambition that like super serious super kind of like boom 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 Mm -hmm. uh i want to do this this everything mapped out yeah and just like funny and charming but like serious and like so busy like i'm so busy all the time i'm so busy i'm just like so busy and exhausted like i've you done that? I've done that, and like I appreciate it to a degree, but like no one wants. It's not interesting how busy anyone is. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's not anything and that's, any of that's us all talk you're going to talk about. Is... And I feel like this person, even if they are busy, like they don't give off that like I'm so exhausted all the time energy. They just seem very like more like instead of, like putting it in the positive. I have free time this time. Yeah, let's meet here at yeah. this time. They they seem like they'd be very open and game, mm-hmm. uh, and that it would be. Uh, it would be easy back and forth. I love that. Ease. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, our relationships are hard, but it, and should be, it should be, like, difficult. You know what I mean? It, you should, he seems like someone who would be upfront about just, like, being like, yeah, I actively want to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to find in Los Angeles. Someone who's just like, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I am, <laughs> wanting to spend time with you not like hey let's shoot for maybe doing drinks on Sunday Mm -hmm. but like no like I but maybe it won't work out I'm looking forward to doing this on this day yeah if you wanted yeah because like when I think back to past relations I am not high maintenance if I see someone one time a week success you know what I mean but like give me that thing to look forward to like if we're gonna hang out Thursday night and we're gonna just like drink white wine and watch Project Runway that is something I can look forward to I want us both to look forward to that. Yeah. I only date men who like Project Runway.
1: So you hear, if you, if you like Project Runway, DM me, just slide at in the
0: DM. Pocket
1: Like, definitely. Like, no, I'm, we're going to make something of this. It's going to be, pro- the
0: livejournal.com <laughs> backslash <laughs> I am onion. <laughs> I don't need, I love that. I <laughs> okay. no um, one will understand that.
1: Do you, um, what was the best stage you've ever been on?
0: I feel like I
1: wrote. I love how you came prepared. I
0: took notes. You you sent me questions. You're like, think about these things, and I'm like, I'm type A.
1: I send them just to like, just to think about while you're driving. Nothing serious. Oh, it's not homework. Right, right,
0: right. <laughs> um, I did. It. So they the best dates are the most simple dates. Um, one of my favorite dates is one where by the time the first date was done, the next two dates had already been set. Oh wow! It was great, and I didn't do it. He was like, I want to take you to this. But that's two weeks from now, so we should probably do something the weekend before. And I left and I was just like, This bitch just set a second and third date with me before the first date was over. Uh it was I was very impressed. I was very taken by that. Uh I thought also, found it, that very charming. It's also just taking it like a strike at
1: your type A personality and being like now we have things to look forward oh, to. My, like
0: now we have like you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're speaking my love language. He was lovely. He we ended up not being super combative. He was like a very intuitive, sort mm-hmm. of like Reiki type. Uh but I think he must have just picked on on like this bitch is going to want plans. <laughs> I'm just going to like plan something. I'm interested in this person and I bet yeah. they'll love if I like set two dates right now. I love
1: somebody who just reads the fuck out of
0: me. <laughs> just into it. Yeah. Into it at all. Uh, scan me down and just like give me everything all of the things Uh, I went on a really good four and a half hour date that was just walking around the Silver Lake Reservoir I thought I was gonna hate this date he was like let's walk around the reservoir and I was like okay four and a half hours went by we were chit chatting. You end with it's like going to Disneyland, yeah. where it's like surviving Vietnam together. We had a whole thing. There was a cast of characters we kept encountering. Inside jokes came from it. Do you end up making out on a bench at the Silver Lake Meadow? Yes. You yeah, know. you do. And it's fantastic.
1: Can I say this again? I can't stop smiling. Uh, do you remember one particular episode of Schitt's
0: Creek? One particular one. Where they went hiking. <laughs> if it is season, if it is after what's on Netflix, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, no, this is definitely on Netflix, I believe. Where they go to hunt turkeys? No, there, there, there will be an episode
1: where they go hiking. I just want you to know you
0: that. You were very concerned with spoilers all the way up to this point. <laughs> and now you're just like, you're teetering on the edge. You're about <laughs> to give me so much information. Uh, <laughs> just, uh... Because no. I think the last episode on Netflix is the Christmas special. I don't know. I'm going to go find this hiking episode, and can I will get back up to you. look
1: hiking episode? On, don't, don't look at it, uh, but pretty sweaty. Can you look up hiking episode? Shit's great for me. Please, I can... Give you what episode it is. Okay.
0: Silver Lake Boy had a really adorable So my thing too oh, oh. is I like weird mannerisms. Uh-huh. Season five. Season five, action. not Netflix yet. Oh, dang it. That's okay. Uh like little ticks. I love like little ticks. Like my ex ex used to do the same when he'd get really excited, he kinda like tilts his chin down and look at you, like up through his eyelids, like a little devious boy. Uh-huh. I thought it was so fucking cute. Uh, this guy who I went on the Silver Lake Reservoir with, he was like from Jersey and didn't talk like it unless he was doing like an affirmation. And he would like say <laughs> something, uh, he would say something, he'd get really excited. And he'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, Oof. yeah. And he'd go, yeah. And he would look at me straight in the eye. He had the most symmetrical face I've ever kissed. And he would just go, yeah. Mm-mm, and I, I just that. like melted little poppy style like, little like Rowley yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, let me tell you like, like,
1: like that whole dots. little poppy thing with the like I went to the when I went to New York and I just had a bodega and just random straight just straight somebody from the Bronx was like hey yo poppy what can I get you right now I was like a
0: ring your heart uh-huh
1: <laughs> like <laughs> a one bedroom apartment we can split <laughs> yeah. somewhere yeah like, it, I, we can share it with your family. I don't care. I'm like, let's do this. Yeah,
0: I'm ready. Let's go. Um, Yeah. Like, call me Poppy, and I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> Did you ever have, like, a go-to first date place? Like, you would take all of your first dates there? There, I I really like, there's, like, it's an open hookah bar
1: in Hollywood that I used to go to a lot. I just think it was real chill. They served drinks there and everything. Yeah. It was just, like, low
0: stakes. Before they renovated it, I would take all of my first dates to The Roost on Los Feliz Boulevard mm-hmm. uh, on a Sunday night. Because it was like chill and empty. And it's a Sunday. So like there's no pressure on a Sunday night. Uh-huh. And it was before they took down the partition and took away the popcorn machine and put in all the TV. So it was yeah. just like dark and red. Uh, and it was the fucking best. Because you would just disappear into your little banquette and you would just have like... You just, you're in your own little world. Yes. Like nobody's looking at you.
1: Nobody gives a fuck about you right now.
0: Yes. It was my go-to place. I took maybe 12 people there. They were all great. I love it. Um, What is the worst date you've ever been on? I have, I know a person who works with a matchmaker. Uh And one day was like, hey, we have a client that I think would really like you. Uh Would you let us like have this client take you out? And I had never like asked to like... You didn't ask for this. I did not ask for this. But they're like, we think you guys would... Re- I think you guys would really vibe. Can I set you up? So I had to, like, call and, like, do, like, the questionnaire for this matchmaking company or whatever. Uh, and I got on the date, and he, like, clearly was not into me. I clearly... it was not his type. I later found out he was looking for, like, a real of on type. Okay. Which I am not. Uh, I am certainly not, like, a platinum blonde Caucasian twink. Yeah. Um, He was not into my vibe. We did not vibe at all. We had, I'd been told we were going for drinks, uh, but the matchmaking company had made us dinner reservations. So we were like stuck. And it really came to a head when like a very beautiful, uh, transgendered lady sat down at the table next to us with her date. And this like Caucasian monster I was on a date with, like started guffawing at her. And, like, suddenly was, like, very transphobic. And, like, one of the things I told... Because, like, I am a gender-fluid person. I am non-binary. If mm-hmm. you are interested in, like, male-female binary bullshit, mm-hmm. I'm not here for it. So I was like, if that's his thing, yeah. he and I are not going to buy. This ge- yeah. He is not going to enjoy me yeah. at all. Uh, He sat down. And I wasn't supposed to pay for anything. And starts, like, trying to, like, crack jokes about this couple next to us. And I immediately asked for the check put down a debit card he like panicked and threw in his cartoon So ended up splitting this dinner I wasn't ever supposed to have to pay for because I was like I got to get out of here because this boy is an actual monster uh, and we had to do like a debrief with the matchmaking company like how did it go and no I, mean, <laughs> I literally was like here's all the crazy things he didn't talked about and he was like he said he had a fine time but it just wasn't a match and I was like well I guess I am charming <laughs> so that was pretty bad Oh, my God. It was a bad day. I hate that that happened.
1: Okay. Let's get that out of our systems Oof. real quick. Ah! Ow. Ah, fuck you. All right. To counteract that, if I give you all the money in the world mm-hmm. for one date and say, if you want to fly somewhere, I'm not making you fly anywhere. If you do, I'm not counting the travel time. Okay. And also, you, you, I, you can't give any money to charity. Yeah.
0: You can't. It's to make a date. Yeah. You're like planning an event. Yeah. What would I do with all this money? Yes, and it's a first date. Yes, let's say that I'm gonna say it's a first date because that's fun. Okay, um, but it's also like a first date, so like you don't want it to be anything that's like too weird or let's too intense. Let's say it's with Mike. Sure. Um, here's the, like I don't go to clubs or like to super loud, crazy, dancey places. Dancing is not my preferred method of communication (laughs) uh i'm not great at it yeah i'm never gonna woo someone on the dance floor um it's usually like verbal gymnastics and like conversation that i'm able to like rope people in Mm -hmm. to my little spider web uh so i don't know maybe i would do something weird like um i take all this money and i would like rent one of the like floors and like the grand wilshire downtown like Mm -hmm. the big tall building they built but it hasn't been filled yet so it's just like a big fucking Empty, empty floor. Space, yeah. But you can like see all out of the windows. Out of Holly like the all of LA. Yeah, it's like nighttime. You can see all the things. You're like up in this big building. It's like whatever. And like, I don't know. Maybe you figure out a way to like do something cool there. Like you do a little like pop up bar. So like there are people there and they're milling about. But it's like a very special, cool place. Yeah. But it's also like chill. Um it's sort of like visually stunning, maybe. Um, something that is like fun but not intense because it's like if it's a first date you don't want to fly someplace it's like you don't want to spend your first date with someone in disneyland for 12 hours like that's a lot to put on something new
1: but something like cool and
0: pretty and like you can have some drinks you should have so whatever you're close enough to things that if you want to go to a second location why not you have all the money in the world but like it is like something that like is special and different yeah it's kind of like a grown-up maybe not even a grown-up maybe it is exactly like big where he's got like that loft apartment, and you're yeah. just like, maybe there's a jumping castle in yeah, there. Yeah, that's what my that's where my like like right when you're talking about, like I got excited because I think I
1: changed like my like favorite date. Yeah, because just uh, like say like it's a whole floor and there's a shitload of rooms or whatever, mm. and in one room you could just have like a jumpy
0: castle with like balls and stuff like that. And then in another room, you can have games. I'm enjoying this. I'm yes ending this idea. What I would do in this abandoned floor of the Grand Wilshire downtown would probably just be like recreate a mid-90s discovery zone. Yeah. So it's just like the spider web room. There's like roller slides. It's like things to climb. And you're basically just like, two adorable grown ass gay men just yeah. like playgrounding around and having like a cute time with, with a bunch of gin and sodas yeah
1: I would say like with, 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 the, with the bartender with drinks yes and then maybe one room there is like just big like fluffy pillows with like you can watch movies on like for yes. later on or yes. and then in another room like we'll have music if we want to go there for a second we act like we're at the club just us two just being dumb because we've already done all this other dumb yes. shit like, to
0: sort of design, like, a whole night where it's like, this is a, a little thing. That yeah. could be cool. But, like, at the same time, it's still, like... The backdrop. Oh, we're on the 68th floor of the tallest building on the West Coast. Yeah. And we're just, like, seeing the greater Los Angeles area all around us. That's fun.
1: I love that. It's a whole day in socks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. It's just no low one, stakes, No chill. one wants to wear shoes. Yeah.
0: Just sliding around on those concrete floors. I love this thing. I can't get over. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what's next? I totally forgot. Because what you don't do on a, on a first date is take off your socks. No. You save your feet for, like, the second or third yeah, date.
1: also, yeah.
0: You're not getting you gotta, this. You got to leave something to the imagination. Okay. I mean.
1: <laughs> and also, I'm like, I don't want to see your feet. So I'm <laughs> not interested in that. No, thank you. Okay. You survived. Oh, my God, Thomas. You got through all the hard part. You oh already it Oh, my God, it did all. it. Now we're going to play some quick little games, okay? I love games. You know, like, when you're dating somebody and... You want to get to know them as soon as possible Yeah Like you just want to ask Because you're like interested in this person You want to ask as many questions as you can mm-hmm. I'm going to do that So the audience gets to know you Love Ooh. you Eventually slide into your DMs And talk about Project Runway uh, Yes Okay So Someone. I say that it's a uh, rapid fire Doesn't have to be Great Take these wherever you want Okay Some are simple Some are a little bit more heady Okay, okay What is your biggest pet peeve?
0: Hmm <sighs> People who are uh rude to service industry people. Yeah. Uh I got into a screaming match with a boy I was dating once at Garage Pizza across the street from Akbar. Mm-hmm. We had been at Akbar, we were having a great night. He's someone who I had known for a long time. We dated once and broke it off and then we're dating again. And he started telling me the story about how he was at this fancy restaurant in Beverly Hills. And he was very impressed by these two like snotty teenagers that at the end of their meal decided that they were not fans of what they just eaten and tried to get their meal comped because they didn't enjoy it. And he was like, I just really was impressed by them sticking up for themselves and like wanting to have enjoyed the experience they paid for. And I was like, they're monsters. They completed yeah. the transactions. You don't get to get free food after you eat it. If you don't like it, send it back. Or if there's something wrong with it, yeah. send it back. But if you just ordered something that you don't care for, next time you go to that restaurant, don't order that. That's how society works. And he he's like, no, 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 no. If you pay for an experience, you are entitled to a pleasant one. But they completed the experience. It was a whole... This is the conversation we started having. And it devolved into an actual fight. Like, not physical fight, but like a verbal argument at an embarrassing volume at 1.30 in the morning at Garage Pizza in Silver Lake. It was bad.
1: What is your love language? Acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, or quality time? Quality time. Well, uh, and which one do you like to give? Is it the same? Because some people's are different. Like You like to receive quality time. What is it that you think you're best at giving?
0: What are they again? Uh,
1: uh, they are acts of service, <laughs> Words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, or quality time.
0: I mean, I guess quality time. I think that like being together and like sort of synced up and that is super important. Mm-hmm. I am very like caregivery. Like, uh, I, I I like I like to uh, I love to like make dinner, or make breakfast, or grab coffee in the morning yeah. and like do like all those like little like take care of you type things. Yeah. But I'm not like gonna buy you a bag or you know what i mean like i not that type of way but like if we're together like i do want to like facilitate it so you want
1: to facilitate the moments yes i love that um
0: question (laughs) like all these haven't been questions i i love it destiny's (laughs) child out on me Question:
1: Uh, would you rather have to read the terms and conditions for anything that you are on any app anytime you've got on it anytime it's prompted Mm -hmm. And you'll feel like, stop what you're doing and read these terms and conditions. Uh-huh. Or ask your parents for permission to have sex every time before the act. And you can't complete the act unless permission is granted.
0: And I have to, like, I it's not just being like, hey, guys, I'm about to have sex. It's no. like a mother, may I? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I'd probably ask my parents. <laughs> Uh,
1: And I like that could your parents can gauge how drunk you are. And if,
0: <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. My parents are super young. We're like, at this point right now, we're like, we're kind of in the same phase of life. When I talk to them, very rarely do they have to parent me. And mostly it's just like, hey, friend, what's up in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, So if I feel like I was like, hey, girl, I think... I am thinking I want to have sex with this person. Can I? Yeah. And she'd be like, "Well, explain the situation. <laughs> like it might be a good, like I might stop myself from making mistakes that I shouldn't be making. <laughs> like we all need those friends in our life. Why I not?
1: Okay. Would you rather have the ability to see every text that wasn't sent to you mm-hmm. or every text that was about you?
0: Every so, text that wasn't sent to you. All those dot, dot, dots that
1: never came to fruition.
0: Or every text about me i'd want to see every text about me i want that information
1: you know what i mean like what are you saying about me
0: yeah like what what's being said
1: okay would you rather talk in the third person during sex
0: i mean i have text messages that are about me that people have sent to other people that they don't know that i know
1: oh my god
0: do i have them saved in a file on my phone just in case someone needs to post something to a story maybe i do (laughs) maybe i do Okay, I'm done. Okay, let
1: me get to another. are you an innie or an outie? Like my belly button. Yes, an innie. Are you right-handed or left-handed? Right-handed. Can you t- uh, can you curl your tongue? No, I also can't roll my Rs. Wow. Have there been any rumors about you?
0: Like currently, right now? Oh no! Like uh, probably. I think so. What's yes. your favorite TV show? Uh, my favorite TV show. Is, um,
1: that's hard. That's a hard question. Okay. What's your favorite TV couple
0: or, or couple in media? Um, I guess like my favorite TV show, like of all time, is 30 Rock. My favorite TV couple is, uh, that's hard too, because you end up like going through like a spiral. Like for me, it's definitely Cory and Topanga. I see, um, that's a good one. Well, don't worry about it. I'm so, think on that. So one. I don't,
1: so slide in his slide in uh, slide in your DMs just to yeah yeah yeah. Get I feel that crazy answer. that
0: I'm blanking on that. Uh, I mean, I remember being very affected by like Nick and Jess on New Girl. Oh, like it hit me at a point in my life where I was like, this is an important thing happening. This
1: is also, I the last time I felt for somebody as
0: much as I do Poppy was Nick. Um, oh. he's a hot mess he's an adorable Wait. hot mess i love him okay are you ticklish not anymore i don't think okay and last point, I question
1: watched. oh no first off do you want kids no okay and what would your unconventional superpower be so nothing like flying or like just like or super strength sure
0: uh this has a very specific reference uh My favorite X-Men is The Dazzler. Uh, Producer Brandon loves that. If I had one Hollywood wish that would come true, I want The Dazzler movie to be made and I want The Dazzler to be a drag queen and I want Pocket to play The Dazzler. Uh, The fact that her superpower is transmutating sound energy into light energy (laughs) is fucking hilarious to me. Uh, I had like a, a... Thick cardstock Avengers versus the X-Men comic book I was Uh obsessed with in the early 90s and the Dazzler was part of the X-Men team and just accomplished nothing the entire extended comic book novel Uh, and I remember being like but your power looks pretty and I'm here for that it's pure aesthetics and that's exactly what I would want
1: I I love that (laughs) it's so funny and also like if you ever like instead of needing a flashlight I have to scream (laughs)
0: Or just like turn on some music. I was like, just like play, turn on, uh, play with your ringtones. Yeah, like get your Nokia phone out, play some ringtones, and I can light up the room. You know yeah. what I mean? So stupid.
1: Also, anytime you like, you walk anywhere, like you're lighting up somebody's space. Like so know? good.
0: Um, oh my god. So you survived. So I'm a survivor. We before we get match?
1: to Mash, what I'm gonna oh, do is
0: okay. I I got very excited seeing this. I it's been years since I've seen one of these. I'm pulling out the fortune teller,
1: a.k.a. cootie catcher, whatever you want to call it. I've been pretty good. I haven't asked any nasty questions this whole time. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be the one or a couple uh, questions that I'm going to ask that are a little bit more risque, okay? Great. Pick one. There's no question, no prompt. Mouth, thighs, face, or cheeks? Face. All right. What excites you? Text, slow, money, or candles? Text?
0: Tech- yeah, text like text, like text messages. messages, text candles, money, or slow.
1: Yeah, just the word slow. However, you want to think about it. I'm gonna go with slow. Okay. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Uh, makes sense. It's four letters. Uh, same one. What scares you though? Money, text, slow, or candles? Money. Money scares you. We're we gonna
0: say yeah. Okay, okay. top most... or
1: bottom? There's two questions. So, do you want the one on the top or one on the bottom or uh, both?
0: Uh top bottom or both yeah uh give me top
1: okay where would you want to have sex that you haven't yet
0: um like on the roof of a very tall building
1: so maybe on this first date. <laughs> i mean that would
0: be like not on the roof yeah. roof we can go up to the well you could go up to the roof skyscrapers are fun and exciting right <laughs> oh, that's scary yeah it's like a it's pure adrenaline adrenaline yeah I love that. And I'm also, like, not into, like, super, like, public sex stuff. You know what I mean? Because it feels intrusive to other people. Yeah. But if you're at the very top of a very tall building, it's like you're basically by yourself. And
1: if you see it, you are looking. You
0: are trying.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels safe. Oh, I love that. Okay, so now all we have to do now is I've been writing down some of the answers from today. Oh. And I'm going to play MASH with all your answers. So I'm going to figure out the rest of your life.
0: Oh. Thank uh, God. Low stakes. To. This
1: is totally true. It's going to happen, though. Okay. All I need for you, though, is what is your dream mode of transportation? Dream car, dream whatever to get around in. A
0: newer black Prius <laughs> than, <yeah. laughs> than the one I currently drive. <laughs> no year, just newer. <laughs> just newer than what I currently have. Okay. What's another one? Another mode of transportation. Yes. Um, uh, uh, A yellow hovercraft from Diddy Kong Racing. I love that. And
1: producer Brandy, can I get two modes of transportation, please? Yes, I'm going to put you on a Tesla.
0: Okay. Um, Do you know who else drives a Tesla? Who? Julie Lily dreyfus There you have it.
1: Everything Tesla. is Everybody. coming together. Early adopter. A Tesla, and I'm also going to put you in like
0: a convertible '56 Chevy, something, something big and gaudy. Okay. Yeah. I like that. For the pocket. Pocket okay. would rock a, a big Chevy for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright,
1: so all you have to do is tell me when to stop, okay? Great. Starting now. Stop. Okay. Alright, Producer Brandon, while I tell these scores, do you have any questions? Yeah, I'd just would like to know more about your, your your journey to drag, your journey through drag. Uh, How did this come about,
0: and then tell me more about Pocket. It's actually very topical. The first time I ever did drag uh, was in a film, okay. uh, which was a feature that was being produced by my then boyfriend. Uh and I hadn't been in a film yet. I had just transitioned from acting from to acting from architecture. And he was like, "Do you want to play like a customer in a pet store?" And I was like, "Sure, whatever you want." And then the directors met me and they're like, "What if we put you in drag and you were a hooker instead?" And I was like, "Whatever you want." Um so they put me in drag and I did this like little role in this movie that never ended up coming out. Uh and then because of that started getting auditions in drag and just had to learn how to do it so like pocket um while i do perform as pocket um every now and then like primarily pockets an audition queen so like wake up and i get ready and i go to an audition and then i come home and i take it all off and then i go back to my job um so like that's sort of how i got into it and in the course of that like four years she's become like my favorite thing Mm -hmm because again i'm like a very like serious cerebral sort of like uh type a person and pocket is a good like rubik's cube for me to figure out how to be like fun and silly and stupid and uh less concerned with things yeah
1: i love that and also as an acting tool as well as to finding new characters or new ways to get into like a mood or like a situation it for some for some in my thought, like, for somebody who's more cerebral, is it's an easier way to manage to figure out how to get there. Yeah. Because you're like, no, like, let's just play and figure it out. than like, you know, having to think if you're, like, more atypical, like,
0: A-type. Well, and it's a thing, too, like, you get so in your body that, mm-hmm. like, when you're in drag, you hold your body a different way. Your mannerisms change. Like, and it's nothing that, like, I never think about holding my hands certain way as pocket. It's just, like, it happens. Pocket does what pocket does. Pocket does. Like, it is a completely different. And RuPaul says it on the show, and it sounds so, like, cliche and stupid. Like, you never know what's going to come out when you get into drag. But, like, you do just start holding your body in a different way. And then even when you're not in drag, you realize your body's moving in different ways just because there is another sort of... Creature and facet Inside of you Um So it's very fun I, I love it. I love it And you're great at it So Thanks So with that said
1: I have you The rest of your life Thank- All figured out Yes I can't wait Alright So for possible People that you're Definitely gonna spend The rest of your life with Uh huh I have Arthur Okay Um I have Poppy I hate it that I had to Put that on there I have Mike Uh Right Mike Uh your current crush Yes mm-hmm. And I also have the person that you went on the date with. That was oh, the worst.
0: the disaster date. Yeah. Oh, what
1: was his name? Well, his name is...
0: Uh, I just wish I could remember. I've sponged his name from my brain.
1: Um, for possible the... children, we have five, Ooh. zero, three dogs, or just drag kids. Great. Um, for both the transportation, we all know that we have now the newer black Prius, yes. Tesla, a uh, yellow hovercraft. And a convertible 56 uh, Chevy. And everybody else, you should know that MASH is a mansion apartment, shack, or house. Mm -hmm. Who do you think you ended up with?
0: Boy-wise, did I end up with Arthur?
1: Okay. How many kids do you have or don't have?
0: I'm hoping for three dogs.
1: Which mode of transportation did you end up with?
0: I th- I think I got that newer black Prius. Okay, I'm feeling good about that. You feel good about that? Uh huh. And mansion apartment shacker house. Probably apartment. Okay. You got one of those right. Oh, okay. Fortune teller, I'm not. <laughs> not in drag my drag list. Black queen,
1: yes. Amazing. yes. Got
0: it. Booked it. Clairvoyance, uh, <laughs> not my thing. Okay, so
1: you and your five kids.
0: Oh fuck.
1: Get around in your yellow hovercraft. Sure. Practical. That you arrive to your apartment.
0: Okay. The same apartment I live in currently and have lived in for 10 years. Yeah. The same. Very same. To be greeted by the disaster
1: date. Tyler, I, I think his name is. so sorry. I hope
0: you changed him for the better. Wowie. Wowie. Uh, I gotta tell you, my life did not turn out great in your hands. It didn't.
1: I'm so sorry. I put Poppy on there, and I gave it a I gave it a fair go. I I, it,
0: I mean, you did, but I feel like you cast some sort of spell on it. You are like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like I'm giving him a bone, but instead I'm gonna give him five kids. I hate
1: that this happened to you, but in this Ooh. world, I'm pretty sure the Ooh. reason why you didn't get Poppy is
0: because he's at my house. I hate that that happened to you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like that we're setting up a sequel episode, which is still just you and me fighting over Poppy. It's going to happen. I mean, I can't wait. I mean,
1: we might, like, actually fist
0: fight while I, mean, I walk the I mean, five kids, car. I've got an army now. So, <laughs> buckle up. gonna man, screwing, like, the caps off of your tires. Uh, okay, watch out. You
1: guys, if anything happens to me, go to every show every audition that either topics or Pockets at. I don't care. Fight both those hoes. We're so nice. We'd never sabotage you. <laughs> but wow. The kids. <laughs> but the kids. You gotta watch out for the kids. <laughs> kids
0: are shifty. Also, fuck them kids. Because um, I don't like the dad. Hopefully he get, he does get better. I. Uh, they're probably adopted. It's not like we can have kids together. Well, Yeah, true. Well, yeah. he's still part of their upbringing. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing... <laughs> Knowing him, he's not around. Uh, <laughs> he just pays, he pays the electricity bill and that's what we need. He keeps the lights on and I'm just like dealing with it. Yeah. I'm figuring it out. Getting to your auditions. He, I'm just a single mom on money. the go, Robert. I'm a single mom on the go.
1: How do, do you want to promote anything right now? Um,
0: Let's see your
1: Instagram so we know where to slide into the yeah, DMs you can find, if you like
0: Project Runway. Yes, you can find Thomas on Instagram at ocho t-e-e-o-c-h-o you can find pocket at at pocket turlington um there are no dates yet but i think pocket has a couple shows in august so stay tuned for that um she's definitely teaching a bar method class at bar method silver lake on august 9th um so that's a fun thing if you want to like get fit with pocket
1: Um, Oh, that would be fun
0: yeah it's a good time um yeah, just find me on the internet. Let's be friends.
1: I love it. You guys can find me at Robert, R-A-H-H-B-U-R-T on all the things. Also, Crushing a Podcast on Instagram. Tellusyourcrush.com is our website. And last but not least, all we need you to do yeah. is
0: dedicate a song to your crush. Any one of the crushes. Ooh, okay. Um, A song that anytime it comes on, my current driving around town playlist is just called Sparkle On. Um, and the song that like gets me every time it comes on, it's uh, from the Diplo and Sia album, mm-hmm. uh, Angel in Your Eyes. Ooh, it's a groove. It's a bop. I'm here for it.
1: Oh, I'm going to have to listen to it right now. Everybody go out and listen to Angel, on, <laughs> Angel in Your Eyes. Yeah. Also, go follow, go follow Thomas. Go follow his Pocket. Please do. I'm a huge fan of your work, and I know that all the listeners will be, too. Thank you so much for doing
0: this. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Oh, my
1: God. Okay, you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Ow! I got a crush on you. I got a crush on you. Ooh. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince.